Hello, and welcome to The Fog Pod. I am your co-host, Nia Ratliff, news editor of The Foghorn, and I am joined with... Uh, Talia, a contributing writer. Um, and this is our special Black History Month edition of The Fog Pod. We are joined here today with... Amir Woods, academic success coach for CASA Center of Academic Student Achievement. And... Lester Deans, assistant vice president for student engagement. Today we will be discussing the experiences of two black professionals on campus and delving more into their experiences here at USF. Um, just for background to start, Talia, would you like to introduce? Of course. Uh, so to start off, I'd love to know what brought y'all to USF? I can get started with that one. What brought me to USF was I had been working in Jesuit education for about 15 years before coming here. I was working at another school nearby. I won't say which one. Uh, I was at that other school for for that for about 15 years, and I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed that time period. But I wanted to both progress in my career, and I was looking for a more diverse community. Those were kind of things that mostly brought me here was, was was obviously the diversity that I experienced, and also a chance to have a a different position. I was excited for that different challenge. Amazing, you Amir? Yeah, for me, it was the opportunity of working with undergraduate students. Um, prior to this, I worked for Claremont Graduate University, which is part of the Claremont Colleges back home in the Los Angeles area. And working with graduate students was great, um, but I felt like the foundation of the things that I was learning, especially in my master's program, focusing on student development and higher education leadership, I would be able to hone it more uh, working in the undergraduate space. So being here at USF has been a great experience, and I'm thankful to be here with you all today. That's amazing. That's amazing. And then um, I forgot to cover this, but how long have you all been working at with USF? I've been at USF for six years. Six years. All right. And for me, it will be going on year two. Okay. Okay. So different intervals at your times at USF. Mm -hmm. That's amazing. Um, And I know you said that you've had a background in a Jesuit um, education. Can you expand more on that? Uh, Was it something that you had in your personal life beforehand, or has it always been professional? Always been professional. So uh, back up a little bit about me. So I'm originally from St. Louis, Missouri. So I grew up um, in St. Louis. I went to undergrad in Chicago area. And I came out west for grad school out to the University of Pacific in Stockton. I fell in love with the West Coast. I thought this was where I wanted, wanted to be. And then I found a, a school, uh, was a Catholic school. That's the first time I ever worked at a Catholic institution. And I was drawn to the values of the institution, right? Uh, I was drawn to the sense of social justice, drawn to the idea of caring for the whole person, those things we talk about all the time. Um, but I really found myself is that I was drawn to the fact that in the role that I had, I got to really impact students' lives in some really unique ways and things that they were, were dealing with in terms of whether it was crisis, academic, social, things with family, um, issues with parents who passed away, just a lot lot happening. And in that role, I just figured out that working at college is exactly where I wanted to be. And working at a Jesuit school really let me really thrive in that situation. So about a few years ago, I decided that as long as I stay in higher ed, my plan is to work at a Jesuit school. And so when the opportunity opened up to transition to this one, I had to take it because it aligned my values around social justice and equity and also let me continue working at the Jesuit school. So it was a natural fit for me. Amazing, amazing. Um, and you're all the way from sunny LA yeah, in yeah. SF. So yeah. can you talk about that transition? Yeah, so for me, it wasn't too bad of a transition because I have a lot of family from the Bay Area. So this would always be a, a place to visit during the summertime or you know, coming up for family reunions. And uh, shout out to all my family in the Bay Area. But uh, for me, um, kind of you know piggybacking on what um, 
Lester mentioned um, the cure personality approach, you know, caring for the whole person. And, you know, for me, as I stated before, you know, coming to an institution and focusing on undergraduate students and knowing that that was the focal point of what this school is all about. Um, I said, OK, this is a place. And then plus we have D1 supporters. I'm a big sports fan. So um, that's also something that I was uh, definitely fascinated, interested in because my master's thesis was on the impact of paying college athletes. And now we have name, image and likeness rules. So uh, it's pretty cool. I've, I've enjoyed my time. Um, the weather uh, right now we're experiencing has been interesting, and I know uh, SoCal is also experiencing the same thing, but um, I love it. The views of the city, um, being here on campus, uh, I enjoy it. Um, you know, the time will be, always be here for family and coming from a, a tourist type of uh, viewpoint, but to be here as uh, an employee of an institution that, that cares for students, um, it really aligns with my values and is helping them. I mean. Um, I'm a millennial and, you know, uh, I can understand and identify with some of the things that our students, um, have to navigate from. So it, it's been a pleasure and it's been a joy and also collaborating with the various office on campus. Amazing. Amazing. I think it's fantastic that both of you are talking about the, both the care of the person, but also for undergraduates as well. Like it's obvious that that has been the motivating factor for both of you. So, um, I'm wondering how do you think that your identity, both as black men, are kind of helping you in regards to helping the students? I really think, thank you for asking that question because that's really sort of been the thing that's uh, been my, not calling card, but something I've hold on, held on to quite a bit for a long time is about that. Ever since the undergrad. So when I went to college, I went to a small liberal arts school in the Midwest, Lake Forest College. Shout out to those small Midwest liberal arts schools. Yeah. But what, when I was there, though, I would say I issued, I experienced all kinds of examples of racism. There were things where we'd have folks show up um, at theme parties with, in blackface. There were things where um, you know that you were being treated differently because of the color of your skin. I had times when faculty members wouldn't tell me that there was an issue with me. Instead, they would go to the black faculty member to talk to me instead of talking to me themselves because they, they feel like they couldn't relate. And so because of those experiences, I knew that part of the reason why I wanted to work at a college was to be able to help students look that look like me navigate this environment. Like it was important to me to make sure that they didn't experience what I experienced, if I could do that. And I've been lucky enough to be blessed and be in a role where I've been able to advocate for students in the past behind the scenes. I've been able to um, just be a voice when I needed to be, uh, be a presence when I needed to be. Um, so I'm really, I'm thankful for that, really am. Um, Back to back to your uh, part of your question, though. My, what I love about here is that there's actually quite a few black staff and faculty. Mm -hmm. And so we get together upon occasions and just get to socialize. This is the first time in my professional career where I've had that. In my other jobs, I've been maybe the one of only maybe two in the office. And so I was always an outsider. That's a role I got used to being. And for here, coming here, I finally got to be at a place where I wasn't necessarily an outsider, that I knew I had a community that can always turn to um, professionally and socially when I needed something. So it's been a good thing. Amazing. Yeah, same with me. Um, you know, my journey, you know, growing up in a very diverse community in the suburb of Los Angeles area, 
um, my journey in, in, you know, undergraduate and going into graduate school, I didn't think college was going to be the thing for me. You know, for, for my parents, it was either you work or you go to school. And I think that a lot of us in our community can identify with that. Um, so for me, it took some time to figure out what it is I wanted to do. And, you know, once I was able to get through and navigate um, what was needed to, to be where I am now, um, I can agree with, you know, with Lesser, you know, just being a black man and going through certain things, you know, being pulled over by police or, you know, any type of harassment or being treated a certain way just by the way you look or the talk that you get, you know, when you're a young man, a teenager of what to do in a situation where you're pulled over by police. And, you know, luckily for me, I'm, I'm here today and I'm here to assist young men, you know, to, you know, help them out and be a mentor and also all those in our community. And, you know, adding to what Lester said, um, it's been a joy uh, to work at an institution where there's black staff and faculty recognition and we can, you know, gather for a, a basketball game. We can gather for, you know, a social event or even just check in with one another um, through text or email. So, you know, having someone like Lester at the helm or any other individuals that work in different uh, offices um, it's, it's a pleasure, and I feel like also having safe spaces for those in our community. You know, shout out to BASE and the BRC and the work that they're doing. Um, it's, a, it's a pleasure to have those type of things, and I feel that when institutions have that, um, it allows students uh, from our community to, to, to be able to continue what it is that they want to do. And here we are on this platform. Uh, the last few days we have left of the month, it's a short month, but we still got to recognize what the importance of it and the contributions, and we're doing it right now, you know. And today we had our uh, VK committee, and the question was, what are you grateful for? And Nia, you know, explained that she's grateful for this moment. I'm grateful for the opportunity to be here with Lester and with you all to just have this platform. So it's, it's definitely a pleasure when I walk on campus and I say, hey, you know what? I belong. And that was actually the theme for the Black Student Orientation was We Belong uh, for this uh, fall semester. So it's a pleasure to be here. That's lovely to hear. Amazing. And we do belong, truly. No yeah. Doubt, no doubt. Yeah. yeah. And we're seeing, too. So yeah. I have two young girls who are twins. Mm -hmm. And what I talk to the teachers always about is I want to make sure that my children are seen in the classroom mm -hmm. for the whole people that they are. They aren't representing a race. or They are. But they're also just kids. And to be seen as an individual, to be seen as a person, a whole person, is what we should all have. And I've been thankful for that as well. Um, to belong and to be seen. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Those were some very lovely um, points uh, that both of you brought up about yeah. feeling represented on campus. Um, and I kind of want to uh, expand further into that. Um, when you first arrived on campus, too, was that very apparent, the like social connections between black staff and faculty? Or was that something you um, found like you had to immerse yourself more into as like the years developed and like you've seen it kind of grow? Or how did that really feel when you first came here? In my interview process, that was a, that was apparent. apparent. Um, the person responsible for my hiring was a person of color. When I got here my second day, um, I got an outreach note from um, Shao Calhoun, who's the dean of the library now. Mm -hmm. And then outreach note was, hey, we're here. I want to meet with you, check in with you, get you connected to the community. And that's exactly what I hadn't experienced in my last institution, which I was so proud. I knew this was the right place for me to be. It was when I got that message. 
Um, it was like, here's the community, here's how we connect, here's the next event we're gonna get involved with, we wanna see you there if you're interested. That's that's what I'm talking about, um, what makes USF different in some ways. Uh, we don't get that everywhere. Yeah, I, I would like to say the same thing. You know, um, for me, um, I knew that right away, just given the fact that there were spaces like base in the BRC here. Um, so I'm like, okay, if these exist, then I know that there's more of that here. So for me, um, you know, Dr. Uh, Shannon Gary, the Dean of Students, um, he was very instrumental in welcoming me into the campus community and connecting me. Um, Lamont, who also works alongside Lester, Lamont Stamps, um, he was also vocal in connecting me to VK and being able to see uh, the rest of uh, the black staff and faculty and also Kevin Collie Moore, who is over base and, and um, him and I came in around the same time. So coming in together really was comfortable for me knowing that, okay, I have someone that I can talk to about certain things or what's going on or just someone that's relatable on so many different areas. So, um, you know, uh, Lester mentioned uh, the dean of the library, uh, Sean Calhoun, um, another person who has always been welcoming and always asking, you good? You know, you, everything good. That's always the thing that he always says to me. Is your brother good? And I'm like, that means a lot to me because I don't have my dad and my mom here in this area. You know, they're a phone call away. But anytime you can have someone in your community is asking, how are you doing? Is everything okay? You need anything? Let me know. That goes a mile away. No doubt. Um, in what ways, um, over your respective times um, that you've been at USF, have you seen the campus change? Um, either in its approach to resolving certain um, issues as they come along or just like in general developments that you see coming from the school? I think for me, I, um, I, I would have to go back to the orientation week because I came in a few weeks after the fall semester uh, in 21 and I didn't get a chance to interact with a lot of students. And I know a lot of them were coming out of the pandemic. So for me, taking part with orientation and being on that committee, um, it allowed me to see that there is an impact that is being made. And we had one of the highest class of black identified incoming students. And um, that was phenomenal to me to, to see all of that and work alongside, you know, Aja Holmes and work alongside Lamont Stamps. I'm name dropping here, but it's all good. Um, La Shireen Howard. Shout out to La Shireen and, and, and once again, Kevin Collymore. Um, it was great, you know, being a part of that and seeing a lot of us coming from the you know greater DMV area. For all those that know the DMV area, that's DC, Maryland, Virginia. And then also the Midwest and SoCal. You know, I'm always gonna be biased when I meet SoCal folks and it's like, okay, what part of SoCal you're from? So it was great to be around that and I recognized then and there that this school actually is making an impact in recognizing um, what it means and also knowing that there is a BSU here that's been in existence for almost 50 years. So, I mean, that's a great thing to even like have and recognize and also have, you know, individuals on campus that you can identify and talk to. So for me, um, even though I've been here for only two years, it's been phenomenal to just experience that um, because this is my first entry into the undergrad, you know, college setting. Um, so that's kind of been you know, for me, that was like an impactful moment for me. Yeah, I was going to add, uh, there's been so much history even before the start of BASE. Um, I won't mention all the names, but the folks, um, Dr. Kenneth Harrison, um, Dr. Mm -hmm. Stephanie Sears, 
um, just to name a few, and so many others that have really laid the foundation for the community we have today. Things that have changed. The number of black students that are here has truly impacted this campus. Mm -hmm. And we have black students who are thriving. What I love about our base program is that we're bringing in um, students from all over, um, students who are honor students, students who are um, first-gen students, students who are uh, you know, the fifth generation to go to college. So there's a range in experiences, mm -hmm. a diversity in experiences that I appreciate that represent, that truly represent the diversity that exists within the black community, mm -hmm. um, which has been held down by faculty for so long. And we've got some strong faculty that have been really the leads for this, and us as staff, have been able to come along with them that ride. And so I'm appreciative of really that piece of it. In terms of what's changed, we're seeing more staff. Um, we, we need to continue keeping as many faculty that we have of color here. There are some newer faculty who are coming in, but um, some efforts um, related to recruiting more faculty that we've got to keep doing. Because uh, again, like we've got to see people um, of all races here, um, but particularly for us as black folks, I do think it's important for us to have black faculty in the classroom teaching. Mm -hmm. So that's that's what I would add. Um, so I know it's very important for us to have black faculty on campus, and both of you guys are doing such important work on campus. Can you uh, walk us through your day-to-day -day operations for both of your uh, positions? Yeah, uh, for me as an academic success coach, you know, for me it's opening up the, uh, the, the computer and checking the inbox because I know it's going to be busy. Um, and then just making sure that, you know, all of the students in my case, and one thing I wanted to mention, too, is that I support our main student body, but also our student athletes. Mm -hmm. So, you know, for me, I, I took that, you know, addition into my caseload uh, this semester. And day-to-day -day operations for us in, in the work that we do is just supporting you, you all students, um, making sure that you're, you're on, you know, track with your success, um, connecting with the campus community, um, your, your, you know, your professors, making sure that you have that support. Um, a lot of students um, want to, you know, what, know what's happening on campus, um, things that they can be involved in on and off campus. So we're here. We're in our office. We're very student-centric. We want to make sure that you're supported and your voices are heard. Um, we want to make sure that you're connecting with the various resources that we have on campus. So the Learning, Writing, and Speaking Center, the, the library, um, making sure that you know, that events like a major minor fair, which is a great event for students to, you know, explore a little bit, because that's what you're here for. You're, you're paying the dollars to get an edu quality education, but also learn more about yourself. And, you know, I had the pleasure to meet Nia when she first got here and, you know, explore, you know, some of the majors and minors that we offer. And um, it's it's a great thing to, to have this role, um, to be an academic success coach and recognize um, the importance of, being student-centered, focusing on achievement, um, helping them in their career path. And, and like I said, the Cure Personality approach, I feel like the role that we have embodies that, to care for the whole person and making sure that um, you walk across that stage for commencement and that your family recognizes that, whether, like Lester said, first generation, second generation, if your family is, you know, what they call them, double dons and all that, you know, I learned all that coming here. So all of that is always fascinating to me, and I want to make sure that anytime I touch base with the student, um, I want to make sure that it's an impactful moment. So if it's an email interaction, if it's on campus, 
Um, now that we, you know, all of us don't have masks as we did before, I get a chance. I don't forget a face. So if I see a student walking on campus, I'm like, hey, how you doing? And, you know, come visit me for drop-ins. We do drop-ins every week, each uh, academic success coach. That's always a great opportunity to disconnect with students, check in. Um, but I feel like our role it has a lot of importance and it helps students in the pathway of making sure that they're on top of everything. So for me, that's, you know, the day to day options, uh, not options, but um, operations for me is checking email, um, seeing what's going on and whatever new platforms that we're using in our office, making sure that we're connecting with our students is kind of like the thing for me. Um, so I'm always you know glad to be on campus and it's making sure that I'm running a tight ship on my end. <laughs> Good stuff, good stuff. My area is a little different. So um, in my role, I have a few offices that report to me. So the Gender and Sexuality Center and the Cultural Center. Um, it also has new student and family programs. So that includes orientation, black student orientation, international student orientation, um, first-gen transfer, et cetera. It also includes things like, um, I'll also add in university ministries, a part of that as well, which includes their social justice work, immersion work, liturgies, those sorts of things. Um, those are some of the offices that I that I connect with. But also, I would say for me, my job is around engagement in general. What can we do at a, as a university? I'm thinking big picture. What can we do to keep folks engaged here? What can we do to make sure folks not just survive USF, but thrive here? Mm-hmm. And so that means, for me, that means I'm checking in on um, how many folks have work-study jobs. I'm checking in on how many clubs do we have? What clubs don't we have that we need to have? I'm thinking about Greek life. I'm thinking about campus involvement um, in sort of leadership roles, student government. Think about the foghorn. How is that working in terms of people having access, trying new things out like podcasts, for example? Mm-hmm. These are all things that I'm thinking about constantly on a day-to-day basis. And then sometimes it's problem solving, whether it's a uh, message from the provost, hey, Lester, our first-gen numbers don't look great. What do you think we should do? I was talking with our Vice President for Student Affairs, Julie Oreo, about what her thoughts are about strategies we should do to improve the student experience, um, not just this year, but years to come. I'm thinking about our budgets, how if our budgets are getting smaller and there's more and more acts of us, how can we meet those needs? So I think that's what I'm up to every day, is really thinking about both the day-to-day, but really the big picture piece, about how USF can be better at serving the students in terms of its engagement. And I like to say I appreciate the work that you do in your office because we depend on a lot of the things that you guys are working on. So it's always good right to know what's happening around uh, in the student life lens. Yeah, appreciate it. Yeah, appreciate it. Honestly, it's fantastic that both of you guys play such a supportive role Mm -hmm. on campus for both the programmings that you help with, but also the students that you guys help with. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm really wondering. this question is based off of like uh, where you feel supported in your position mm-hmm. um, but I want to know what can students do to support y'all like what can students bring to the table to make these interactions more enriching to to get them to where you guys need them to be yeah I, I would say for me um, it's always helpful for me when I meet with a student I always lead with how can I support you is there anything that you need help or assistance with? Is there a resource you need to get connected to? You know, students, you know, want to know about what's happening on and off campus or real resources that, you know, they need or if they're looking for, you know, ways to expand, you know, their academic success. So in my role, I always want to lead with that. You know, how can I help you? How can I support you? I mean, um, the role of an academic success coach 
is you're coaching a student, but if you know you play sports, you draw a play out for you know what your you know people on your team, and the goal is to execute that. But it's not just on the players; also on the coach to have the proper play design for that. So for me, you know, I always try to make sure I have all my tools ready when I meet with a student, whether it's a degree evaluation tool, which I want to plug, make sure you use the degree evaluation so you can know what you want to do with your time at USF. Um, uh, and then also making sure that there's certain links or certain resources that they may need. So I always want to ask students, how can I help you? Is there anything that you want to know more about? Um, we, we have you know, 30 minutes to an hour to meet, whether it's in person or on Zoom. And I want to make sure that, you know, whether it's the first or the last time, I want to make sure that they walk away with, oh, wow, you know, Amir, my academic success coach, or I met with Amir and Kasa, if I'm not their academic success coach, they were able to assist me and that I didn't have to have that student go to another office or look for something and I didn't do what my role requires me to do to take care of what they're here for. So it's it's kind of it's a relationship that we have with the students and it's it's a lot of impact that that plays within it so that's kind of like the way that i like to look at my role yeah i would say for me i, I really need to know what's working and not working and then i need to know solutions i need to know what you all think would help ideas that you have what you wishes that you have i wish you yourself would consider i wish we would do that kind of stuff is what i need to know and also, please don't be afraid to ask questions. Mm -hmm. And I think more than anything else, we can learn from that. Um, it's, it's actually kind of strange because we're getting so big in terms of our community. I'm starting to feel like I don't get to know as many students as I once did. And so my challenge is figuring out how to get in student spaces and say hello again and remind them that we are here. Mm -hmm. I, I'm so behind the scenes at times, which is where I'm supposed to be in my role that I don't get to meet as many students as I want at the grad and undergrad level. And so um, invitations in is always helpful because uh, I don't want to, you know, just show up in someone's space if I'm not necessarily <laughs> wanting. So um, I would love, love invitations in. It's really what would, would be helpful for me. Yeah, amazing. And then um, backing away from how students can support you, in your experience, how does USF as a university um, respond or as an administration uh, respond to requests for support and improvement from my perspective I'll, I'll start there for me that's been one of the things that I'm extremely proud of is that as an institution when we've been find, to find ways to help we have now sometimes it doesn't always come in time when we want it meaning as quickly as we would want it but it's on the way everyone from the president down to the trustees have seen in different ways how they've all shown up and been able to support uh, me as a staff member or a black community in general, with whether it was resources for more scholarships, whether it was a space for base, et cetera, et cetera, that uh, we don't see that kind of support everywhere. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I think we take that kind of support for granted. It should be there, right? Um, regardless of what institution you go to, you should be able to have the basic needs that you need. Mm -hmm. And you want to have a place that's supportive of you and willing to go and do what's necessary or sometimes extra for you. And I found that USF, as in general, has been able to do that, and I've been proud of that. Wonderful. Yeah, I, I would say the same thing. Um, you know, I, I feel like those that are in the higher roles in administration here, they really care for our students, you know, from the president on down. Um, they want to see these students thrive, and they want to make sure that everyone is supported from faculty, staff, down the line and I think when if you look at it from an organizational standpoint 
um, the college setting has gone through a lot of different changes in the last couple of years. And I'm thankful to be at an institution that cares and wants to have spaces for all of our students and recognize, you know, having this opportunity right here today. And, you know, um, I came out of my office yesterday and I saw that the Foghorn dedicated this month, Black History Month, and that was, you know, phenomenal to see something like that. So to have that and, and have an opportunity to be at an institution where students could utilize their voice, utilize their talents and their skill sets and recognize that, um, for me, that's it's always gratifying to, to be in that kind of situation and, and continue to do the work that's required in this role and have the support behind it. Um, and, you know, have individuals that are in certain positions you know, let you know that you're doing, you know, the work and you're doing things that are making an impact and it's making a positive, you know, opportunity for our students here. So I'm, I'm really thankful for that and thankful for the fact that we have spaces for our students and there's things in place for them to enjoy, not just the, the college setting from the lens of being in the classroom or being on Zoom. Like there's things that you can do outside of this to make this work, you know, study abroad programs, which is things that students want to pursue, which is a great thing you know, for students in any community to take part in, but in our community, to be able to say, I've been able to go to Spain and, and venture out and learn about other cultures and bring that back to your community. So I'm thankful for the fact that there's things that our institution is continuously doing and working on and, you know, strategizing to, to make this place uh, an opportunity for our students to thrive. Well, I can't miss an opportunity to not mention our, our Black Identified Provost and the mm -hmm. work that she's Absolutely. done. Absolutely since she's been here in terms of um, our community in different mm -hmm. ways and her using her, her vantage point or lens to be able to support us as she can as well. So again, this is a place that's got its flaws and I don't want to believe that the, there's not a lot of flaws here because there, there, <laughs> there are flaws uh, or that we don't make mistakes because we make mistakes. But I, I'm adamant that we are a place that will learn from that, we'll try our best to do better the next time around and we'll try to do less harm when we can. So. To me, often that's all we can ask for from folks who are human who make mistakes is that we continue trying to be better and do better for those we care about and those we serve. Thank you for sharing those um, more administrative details of your positions. It's been good to hear um, the ways that you've felt supported by the institution and just the different ways that um, you're uh, looking forward to like growth in different areas and to the <clears throat> different fronts that you um, like interact with students with. Mm -hmm. Um, I'd like to note that at the time of our recording, the Black Joy Celebration is also happening right now in McLaren and kind of wanting to hear from both of you, what are some of uh, the most rewarding instances or experiences that you can think of um, in your time here at USF? I know before you've, um, uh, Lester talked about advocacy for um, Black identified students in you as well, Amir. So I'm, I'm really wanting to hear more about like those rewarding experiences. Yeah, I like to say for me, Black Joy is not just Black History Month. That's all year round. You should celebrate, you know, any moment you have. And I think that it's phenomenal that there's, you know, celebrations on and off campus during the month of February. But I think that that's something that we should relish in every time, especially, you know, as students and faculty and staff here, to, you know, to be recognized and, and say that you belong. And I think for me, I go back to um, Black student orientation. It was this really cool to be around those students and, you know, be a part of the uh, excitement that they had. Um, there was tabling events, there was food there. We had student interns that were a part of that process and being able to collaborate and make sure that they are experiencing a welcoming event 
that's going to impact the rest of the time that they're here. Um, it was great being a part of that committee and building something like that. And I think for me and my role, that was probably the most rewarding thing that I ever took part in um, because students have gone through so much coming out of high school and now coming to college. It's a huge transition for a lot of our students because some of them are leaving home. They're 100 miles away. Um, I also want to recognize, you know, students that are black identified that are international as well. And they're coming all the way to USF. So um, it's it's a wonderful thing. And I know there's a lot of work to be done. And um, it's always great to be a part of any committee or working group that can contribute to uh, any type of celebration that celebrates black joy um, and all the fun, great things about what makes us uh, unique and, and also, you know, want to be celebrated. You know, for me, it's a couple of things. So I was just listening on Instagram. There was a, an article, uh, a story about folks studying abroad who were black. And that brought a great deal of joy because that was one of the things I wasn't able to do as an undergrad in part because of finances, but because I thought that wasn't for me. Mm -hmm. But to see so many students taking advantage of that, that look like me, mm -hmm. speaks to that thing about thriving again. Mm -hmm. I know, and we know, these things called high-impact practices. The more students are involved in these high-impact practices like studying abroad, research, internships, the more likely you are to thrive. And so what gives me joy is seeing black students have those opportunities because those are the things that get you the job. Those are the things that let you advance in your career is doing things like what we're doing right now, deciding mm -hmm. to host a podcast mm -hmm. and being able to talk about that in an interview. That stuff gives me joy. Mm -hmm. What also gives me joy is seeing folks at orientation, seeing that same family mm -hmm. at graduation, mm -hmm. seeing that full journey of that student who made it from the beginning to the end. That gives me joy. Yeah, I'd like to add to that because I actually took part in last year's ceremony that was held in St. Ignatius. And if I'm not mistaken, that was the first time that it's been held in St. Ignatius, the VK celebration. First time, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, for me, that was great. And I had a chance to share duties of calling the names of our graduates, our black identified graduates. And as Lester was saying, to see the families. And I know that a couple years before, it was all virtual. So to take part in that and to see the faces, I mean, to me, that's black joy. To see us walk across the stage and receive a degree. Some of us aren't promised those opportunities. And like Lester was saying, you know, to be able to venture out and see the world and see the globe, you know, from a different perspective, I didn't take advantage of that. Um, and like you said, I mean, I didn't think that that was something that was cool to do. Like, what are you doing? You know, we have people in our community. What are you doing going to that? We don't need to be doing that. You can be doing something different. So I'm glad that we have those opportunities for our students here. I love hearing um, the different ways that you both find uh, joy in your professional lives. Um, and I wanted to ask, what are you looking forward to most coming up, either per uh, not personally, but professionally, like with your jobs or just things you're looking forward to from the school in general that you're looking forward to see? Well, I'm excited about a couple of things that we've been working on. Uh, we've been able to get a, a large grant to support first-gen students and I'm excited to see what that's gonna look like in terms of our ability to help students with scholarships who identify as first gen. In addition to that, um, I've secured funding to host a, na a national conference to invite uh, black students from around the California to look at grad schools, to hmm. come to USF and be able to see grad schools from around the country here in the next fall. So I'm excited to see what that's gonna look like, to see our students engage with recruiters from your Harvards to your Berkeleys about opportunities to go to grad school. So 
that's what gets me gets me excited for right now. Some of the things that are really coming up, um, even all the the things that are coming up in terms of the financial stuff that we're going to go through. There's still a lot that we're going to be able to, to accomplish, even within um, those confines. Yeah, I like to say for me, um, there's a few things. You know, personal deve- uh, professional development for me is continue to immerse myself in the higher education setting, join professional organizations, continue to collaborate with our our staff and faculty and any initiatives that are happening that my office can contribute to. Um, I like the fact that there's something coming around the horizon to help black identified students think bigger and think of graduate school. I think that's a wonderful thing. I look forward to seeing what that looks like. Um, But yeah, I I think for me, um, just this semester is going by so fast and it's like, okay, it's like, you know, uh, before you know it, it'll be graduation time and we'll be celebrating that. And then it's right back in the same cycle again. So I'm always looking for any ways that I can contribute to the university and also enhance my professional development and better serve our students. Um, And I'm looking forward to what's gonna take place in the future here at this institution. Honestly, no, I'm really excited about the (laughs) grad school event. That sounds absolutely phenomenal. Oh yeah, yeah. October 14th. Oh wow. 2023. I'm looking forward to that. Let's do it. If there's anything I can do. I'm, Let me know. I'm going contact. Yes, I'm. You know, <laughs> yeah. one email away. <laughs> and then for our viewers too, can you guys share some like uh, points of contact if anyone wants to get in touch with y'all regarding the things we talked about today? Sure, sure. If anybody ever wants to get in contact with me, my email address is you know ldeans at usf.edu. But really, just stop by the fourth floor, UC four twenty, and just ask for me. I'm always willing to meet with the student. And for me, you can uh, connect with me at awoods four at usf. CA.edu, and I am the level under Lester's office in UC3. Um, you can just come to the lobby and ask for me, or you can go on the CASA website. Um, a lot of us in our role have drop-in hours if you want to connect with any one of your academic success coaches weekly, um, or just visit our website. There's a lot of great information that our team does just to highlight what's happening on campus or plug any events. Um, so if there's anything you want to know about in the larger campus community, uh, send me an email or uh, join me during my drop-in hours. I'm always willing to help all any student on campus. All right. Thank you both so much for your time. I have thoroughly enjoyed this conversation, getting to sit down with two black professionals that I see on the occasion um, here on campus. And as a final note, I want to say uh, Black Joy, like Amir said earlier, doesn't end at Black History Month or at any celebration. You know, it's year-round. It's mm-hmm. day-to-day. It's every day. Um, on that final note, stay black. Stay black. Stay, stay joyful. Peace out. Peace, Peace out. out. Still stay black. <laughs> <laughs> no, I like that. I like that one. I like that one.